I forget. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for WordPress plugins A to Z, not Z. Hmm. It's episode 612, and we have plugins for bottoming out and geolocation and some WordPress news all coming up on WordPress plugins from A to Z. WordPress. It's the most popular content management and website solution on the internet. And with over 80,000 plugins to choose from, how do you separate the junk from the gems? Join us for a weekly, unrehearsed conversation about the latest and greatest in WordPress plugins. This is WordPress Plugins from A to Z. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the brewery overlook in greater southern Vancouver Island, where everything is lovely and happy today, where up north they're making eggnog that's 25% alcohol, and yes, it is almost <laughs> Friday. We got all kinds of stuff here. My brain is just slipping in and out of all the places. I got all kinds of great things to say, but you know what? Thank you for sharing, John. Now get down from that soapbox. You got a distraction brain noodle. That's exactly what just happened. (laughs) (laughs) I had it all lined up and then I looked over and Red Hemdian's comment went, bang, er, glitch, er, glitch. (laughs) Distraction noodles, man. They make for really entertaining openings. Uh So welcome everyone to episode 612. We are calling it Don't Get Stung by Bad WordPress Plugins. We've got a couple of great in-depth plugins to cover for you, some recent news in both WordPress world and the tech world in general, and some awesome WordPress tips. You know, I gotta say, I do love October. October, it's really the actual beginning of fall in my mind, and I've lived in a few places around the world. I've lived in England, New Zealand, US, and Canada. And of all four places I've lived, fall always smells the same. I mean, fall is at the opposite time of year in New Zealand, but it still smells the same. It, you still smell the candles, the leaves, the wood smoke. It just it all smells the same, which is really cool. I really love fall. It's my favorite time of year in October. is my absolute favorite time of year because of Halloween. Anyone who's been listening for a while will probably remember that. <laughs> Although, unfortunately, it seems like nobody's updating their Halloween plugins. That makes me sad. No, no. We've got, gone through them all many, many times over the years, and there's no new ones. No, there's not. We don't we don't have I'm any sad. entertaining people anymore in the plugin development world. They all grew up and got <laughs> jobs and all the all the new young ones aren't as crazy. No, they're not. They're they're all like normal. It's yes, weird. They're, 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 <laughs> there's something wrong with them. They were broken. <laughs> so a few reminders before the show starts today. Uh Show starts at 12.30 p.m. Pacific time with the pre-stream starting about 12.15 Pacific time. Pre-stream is where we twiddle the dials and knobs and really just warm up our voices. We also have some pretty entertaining conversations like today. We were talking about the eggnog recipe that the kids made. And our show notes for each episode can be found at WPPluginsAtoZ.com. The newest show notes will be up within 24 hours after the show on our front page. And don't forget, this is a value-for-value value show, and you are a big part of its creation. You are our producers, our listeners. You are part of the entire creation of the show, so help us to, produ- to produce. Get on out there, hit some like buttons, and share an episode or two. Let people know that you help to produce the longest-running WordPress plugins podcast. You know, that is a bit of a tongue twister. Yeah, it's a tongue <laughs> button. 
So our artist today, uh, I have down Angel Lemieux, but I can't remember if I actually double checked that. You so we might need it. to double check it live. You, you need to. It's Greg's graphics. Greg's graphics. Okay. So yeah, I missed something. I'm sorry. Yeah. We can fix it in post. Everything gets fixed <laughs> in post. Absolutely. Every, every single time. <laughs> the smell of autumn. Oh, the rotting tree. Yeah. Well, that that, that too. <laughs> Well, not rotting tree, rotting leaves. You got to be specific. The, well, the trees aren't dead. They're just going to sleep. It's their leaves that are rotting. Oh, no. Some of the trees are rotting, too. Shh. They don't want you to know that. Especially out in the forest where I get to go hunting real soon. <laughs> oh, this one. Yes, I really do like this photo. Yeah. I am a Scorpio, so I have a thing about scorpions. I like them. They're yeah. my friends. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was cool. and It popped the title into me, and I went, yep, yeah, we'll go with that today. <laughs> yes, we've used this one a couple of times. We really need some new art, folks. Really do. We do. We're we're going through the art vault, and the stuff from the art vault is awesome. And then all of our artists get to be brought up and put into the spotlight again. Mm -hmm. But we would love to have some new art. Yeah. If you think that you'd be interested and you just aren't sure what you'd like to make, go through our art vault. See if mm -hmm. you get inspired. Yeah. You well, can check them out at WP Plugins. It is at .com slash artwork. Yeah, and you can I, send them into us there too. Otherwise, I'm going to have to create the art again, and we don't want that. <laughs> well, it's definitely not as pretty. No, it's not as pretty. I, I don't take as much time to it, and I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a creative artist like many of these. I am occasionally, you know, when I hit the mood, but usually it's when I'm designing my own logo. Yeah, <clears> and... That doesn't happen often. <laughs> no, no, those are those are far flung inspired moments. <laughs> All right, let's get to the news. All right, let's pop in there and talk about the news. Please, can everybody be quiet? Please be quiet. Shut up! And now the news with Amber. All right, so to start off this week, we have the WordPress vulnerability. Vulner vulnerability report from patch stack uh the link doesn't change so if you go to our show notes you'll see the same link but it's always going to be the same link so long as we're going with patch stack and i think we're going to be sticking with them because they are constantly updating uh the way to check it out we've gone through it in a couple of our shows now but if you're looking when you first get there it's just a list of every vulnerability but up at the top you can choose what kind of vulnerability uh what what area you find it in, whether it's all of WordPress or themes or plugins, what have you. And what it does is it gives you the list from the most recent to the oldest vulnerability that they have in this list. So it's definitely worth going to check out. It'll help keep you on top. And it's pretty easy to, uh, it's pretty easy to just choose which one you want. Oh, that's the other thing too, is you can choose which severity. Now, it's automatically set from 0 to 10, which means you get the really low severity and the really high severity all at once. But if you're looking just for really important, like high severity issues, you want to know what's going on, you can set the severity level to, to like 5 to 10 or what have you. So very useful. It just takes a little bit of getting used to after we, after we went with um, iThemes for so long. And there's a new feature heading out and coming out in WP Pro A to Z hosting for those that will be hosted with me. And that is uh, the tools that they'll be available. They'll be able to just quickly know if their plugins are having uh, issues. That will be a lot of help, too. Yep. Next, we have WordPress 6.4 Beta 1 released. 
So this beta release happened on September 26th, and it was on schedule. For those who are into testing out beta versions, you will find font management, block hooks, light box for images, expanded design tools, command palette updates, list view enhancements, and a new 2024 default theme all to test out. So for those who love testing these things out, have a lot of fun. Uh, Next up, we have WordPress.org expands two-factor authentication interface to include security keys. So WordPress.org began testing two-factor authentication, also known as 2FA, as an opt-in feature in May of 2023. The interface and functionality are still in beta, but it appears to be properly operational at this point. As the login user, you can set up the keys by visiting their uh, by by visiting your WordPress.org profile, scrolling down to security section, and clicking on the support forum profile link. Now, I don't want to go through the whole walkthrough. This is just letting you know what's going on. Um, if you want to have the full walkthrough, you can go to our show notes, click on the link, and take the walkthrough on there. Uh, and that. Next, we have WordPress.corn. Oh my goodness, my I can't talk today. Yeah, WordPress.com plugin pages add download link for using plugins on self-hosted sites. Yeah. So Word. Hmm? Go ahead. WordPress.com plugin pages have been updated to include a download link for WordPress.org plugins listed in the .com directory. So this has been kind of a point of contention for the last couple of weeks for those who are aware. Yeah. This is where this is how Matt extracted his foot out of his mouth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so these listings were scraped from .org and are available for free on .org for self-hosted sites but can only be used on .com with a paid subscription. Mm. There is an explanation now on the difference between .org and .com in the sidebar and it appears that both logged in and logged out it appears to both logged in and logged out users yep. themes hosted on .com have a similar notice with the link to download them and use it on a self-hosted site the notice was added in response to developers raising concerns about .com plugin listings outranking the .org on google search in some instances yep during that discussion many developers were surprised to learn that their plugins created for .org were also listed on .com and only available as paid subscription. Yeah. Patchstack has updated its README file to ensure that .com users and visitors are made aware that the plugin is available for free in the official WordPress plugin repository. It has been noted by some that they would prefer a link to the actual plugin page where they can see and participate in reviews, and it has been suggested that the omission of a link back to .org may be intentional as it would take users off the .com site, which does not facilitate customers upgrading to paid plans in order to use plugins. Nah, they'd never do that. <laughs> no. So there's a lot going on yeah. in this whole discussion here. Yeah, it was, so, it was quite entertaining. Yeah, uh, the, this article, it's kind of like, the, the tip of the iceberg it's more the how it's being solved but they have links throughout the article so that you can link back and back and read all yeah. about it if you, you want if you, if you haven't had enough drama in your day <laughs> go read it then you can get all the drama you need for the day it's basically so we, what it boils down to 
If you want to learn more, you can go to our show notes and follow the link. And I do agree with Hemdian, 2FA, twice as effing annoying. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking 2Fing every all, you know. Yeah. So F all, you know, it's, it's, it's really, truly irritating. I hate 2FA. Well, I mean, we're all strong believers in security. Like Hemdian yeah. says, says the guy who's a strong believer in security. Yeah, th this isn't just security. This is, this is just irritating yeah, it's irritating <laughs> there are other ways to do security without having to do this <laughs> well the problem is there's they have to they have to cater to the lowest common denominator and the lowest common denominator needs to fa <laughs> true all right they're, they're, so they're, the, they're the people they're the people that still use uh what is it uh qrty as their uh as their password qw Q-W-E-R-T-Y, Q-W-E-R-T-Y, -E QWERTY. <laughs> they use Q-W-E-R-T-Y as their password still, you know. Or they yeah. actually pa use password as their password. You yeah, know. I love that one. Uh, you know. And surprisingly, <laughs> in a analysis, uh, wasn't too long ago, it's still the number one used password. You know, I'm actually surprised that F-OFF isn't the number one used password. <laughs> I found that one time. And one a computer that was given to me a laptop it was they had locked they had put a password on the BIOS and I tried everything to hack into it and I got mad and typed f off into the pat into the uh, keyboard and I I got in I went really that was the password <laughs> holy crap yeah I'm surprised that one isn't actually the most used password <laughs> it probably is used a fair bit all right on to your next one let's bring more entertainment and joy. So next one is Matthias Clute acquires social link pages plugins. So I wanted to give everyone a heads up. If you're a social link pages plugins uh, user, it, is it has changed hands. And there are many plans in development on making this plugin better. They're looking to... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Hemdian said, who still uses QWERTY as a password? I've upgraded to ASDF. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> if you use a uh, social link pages plugin, it's going to change. They're looking to change it for the better. Uh, the person who has acquired it, he acquired it, um, but he acquired it after going through all of the code and learning how this plugin works. And he's wanting to build on it to make it run smoother, not more, well, not with more items. So I'm, I'm hoping that he actually keeps it going as is, but like just does actually help make it better. Cool. So just a heads up for everyone. Well, we'll see. And the last one I have here is something that was sent in to us from a listener. How to use Microsoft's Windows file recovery on Windows 10 and Windows 11. This is actually quite useful because 10 and 11 won't do things the way that Windows used to at all. No. And, <laughs> and if you are someone who hasn't had to use the file recovery yet since you've started using 10 or 11, and you accidentally delete something and you have that ice cold panic well up inside of you and you're suddenly frozen and you can't figure out how to fix it because the old keyboard hacks don't work anymore. This would be a good thing to save. Um, it's a great article. Uh, it's definitely worth bookmarking. It takes you through a walk 
on both exactly what Windows File Recovery is, if you're entirely new to it, when and how to use it. So it's really good, really helpful. And I do recommend that people do bookmark it. And even if you don't bookmark it for yourself, bookmark it for the others who use the computer. That way they can help themselves. Yeah. Yeah, once upon a time, I used to have tons of those cool tools. <laughs> Back in the day when I had a computer store. And then we've got our extras here, which we got a whole bunch more from um, from the tavern here. And we also got a couple of other things, like uh, UK quietly dismisses independent AI advisory board, alarming tech sector. That one's an interesting article. I recommend people check it out. Yeah, what's the worry? The AI is going to take over the world, make us enslaved. <laughs> you know, it's all good. You've been watching iRobot too much. I've only watched it a few times. <laughs> Dragon rating time. All right, let's uh, move along then. <clears throat> All righty, first plug in. I've got for you out the date, uh, out the date, out the gate today. Gate date. Mm -hmm. You know what the hell they rhyme. Anyway, first plugin I've got for you out the gate today is a continuation of the plugin I had described and talked about in last episode, the If So plugin. Well, this one here is the If So geolocation tool. It's an add-on to the If So plugin, which the If So one uh, uses uh, uh, geolocation data to a certain extent, IP recognition. And if you get the premium, it gives you multiple, like if they're repeat customers, and it shows specific content to people based upon all of these different rules. Well, the geolocation one is actually quite fun to play with if you're doing some really heavy-duty targeting. Now, they've got it set up so that they give you 250 credits towards um, however many sessions are created. So if you've got a low, a low visit site or a medium visit site, you'll be okay. If you've got a really high traffic site, you're probably going to have to go buy their program to get more credits for the locations. What it does is it geolocates people all the way down to the city. And surprisingly, even in the greater Victoria area here. We have multiple cities here within the area. We have the one I'm in, which is Esquimalt, and then we have Victoria, which you don't even know when you go from one to the other. And I keep forgetting that aspect because all my mail comes to Victoria, not Esquimalt. But I was experimenting with it, and I set Victoria, and I was checking it out, and it's like, oh, why is it showing? And then I went and looked, oh, it geolocates all the way down to Esquimalt. As soon as I added Esquimalt, the specialized content showed up for just that one city. So you can geo-target that narrowly with this. And what that it, is cool. And what it allows you, I thought that was pretty cool, which at the same time, it's also scary as hell that the IPs are <laughs> down to that point now, which I knew that was happening, but it's both cool and scary at the same time. But if you're doing sales or you've got targeted ads or targeted content on your site and you're trying to target to specific towns or areas, you can target specials for people that show up on your site for those areas. And if they show up, it's they're tagged, they're shown, and all of a sudden they're shown this extra content. And because when you create the content, you create it as basically a extra post, and then it gives you a short code that you can place anywhere on the site you want to have that content show up. You could place in a pop-up, for example, and have it pop up. 
But on the whole, I found it to be really quite useful. And considering some of the stuff I'm planning for the uh, for the Oasis coming up this fall, I'm going to make use of this program over on the Oasis's website to uh, target specific content to specific towns or areas. But on the whole, great plugin. You know, aside from the need for the uh, the need to have the FSO plugin in front of it, and also if you exceed 250 session calls to it. You have to start paying a bit of money. Great plugin. I am giving the If So Geolocation Tool a five dragon rating. So go check it out and target. Oh, I heard the dragon today. Target your content down to the little itty bitty niche cities within the cities, which is <laughs> I I thought that was just fantastic when it did that. That is, uh, I love Hemdian's response. So. I could post about my drug habits, but exclude my local area so local cops don't see it. Neat. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, there's one way to, there's one way it can be used in a whole other <laughs> realm. That's something I hadn't thought about. <laughs> Not right, that the cops so, care anymore anyway. So since I heard the dragon so well, so let's see if I hear the sound for WordPress tips. WordPress tips. Let's go see. Whee! You hear it? Almost. I heard like a beep. Oh, well. <laughs> so I heard it more. Okay. I heard something. You heard something? Well, <laughs> So we would love to hear some tidbit tips from some of our producers out there. What did you figure out by breaking something? Or what did you need to learn in order to help someone? Send them in to me at amber at wppro.ca and we'll get them up here and they'll replace my... I'm, I'm starting to think my tips are just boring. <laughs> well, they might be. You never know. It might be, but I don't know. No one's telling me. Well, then and when no one tells you, you just assume it's the most fantastic thing in existence. I like that logic. I'll go with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so making sites. When you're building a site for another person and you feel like you've finished a job, but that person or client comes back to you with a list of all these tiny little changes, don't get frustrated. These tiny little changes are so insignificant to you, but to them, these tiny little changes are huge. These little changes make the difference for them on whether or not the site is great or horrible. You may be the one building the site, but for them, it's kind of their baby. It's a reflection of themselves. This is something that they are pouring themselves into. It's a representation of who they or their company are, and it is a direct reflection of them. So having the wrong font or the wrong header bolded, These are tiny things to you, but make a world of difference for them. And if you think I'm over-exaggerating, overstating this, you try putting a project that is a representation of who you or your company are into someone else's hands. Allow them to have absolute control of this, only able to give verbal instructions, never touching the project with your own hands, but trying to get the reflection just right. Your clients are placing a lot of trust in you allowing you to have absolute control over how the world is going to see them or their company. So don't get frustrated as they try to guide your hands to make the perfect reflection of themselves uh, to show the world. See it for what it is, absolute trust in you. Don't throw that back in their faces by making them feel like they are irritating you or making a big deal out of nothing. Yeah, that happens. It does. And unfortunately, there are a lot of really bad experiences for clients where they had someone who would get really frustrated. And so they, they find a different developer. They fire that one, get a different one. 
and then they're afraid to say anything because this developer's doing such a good job, but now they're afraid to piss them off or afraid to upset them, and so they don't actually get entirely what they want. <laughs> yep. So it, it does go both ways. That street does go both ways, but for people who are newer to the scene, keep this in mind. And some beginner's tips. If you are new to working with clients, don't be afraid to ask them for clarification on things. If you don't know the right words to get them to understand where your confusion is, take pictures. TechSmith is a great program, and there are other things you can use too. Even screenshots are great. Highlight the area you're confused about and ask your questions. And if you have an idea but are not sure, do a mock-up and ask if it looks right. If you don't know how to do that on a computer, grab a piece of paper. Even a hand-drawn mock-up is better than fumbling with words and not being able to get your confusion fixed. Pictures are a fantastic tool, so don't be afraid to use them. And also, don't overdumb things down. Use normal human speech as much as possible, but where there is no other option than geek speak, go ahead and just use it. Your client may surprise you and know exactly what you're talking about. However, just in case they don't know exactly what you're talking about, be sure to add into your communication something along the lines of, please don't hesitate to reach out with any questions. Make sure they know you don't mind being asked for clarification on anything you said or try to explain or anything like that. It will really help down the line with communication. Yep. That it will. All right. Oh, that's interesting. Hemdian said, in my writing critique group, we all took turns writing in each other's fictional worlds. It was an interesting experience, and I can see how this related to web design, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, actually. Yeah, playing, uh, playing uh, in somebody else's sandbox, man. Yeah. All right, now on to my plugin. I brought keep new admin menu items in bottom. This is actually a pretty useful plugin. It is brand new, fresh out of the box, and I decided to try it out. I mean, I don't know about everyone else out there, but I kind of find it irritating when I download a new plugin, and then I got to search the whole left-hand menu bar to figure out where it decided to insert itself. Hey, yeah. <laughs> the magic of new plugins. Where did they put it? Yes. <laughs> Is it in this menu, this menu? Is it in the main menu? Is it in the sub-menu? Did it create its own new menu? That's also why when I bring the plugins, I tell you exactly where to look. Because mm. <laughs> it can be really confusing. Mm -hmm. um, what these guys do is they take every single uh, plugin that has a dashboard and they squish it all down in the bottom underneath the settings. It's really useful. Cool. I mean, the plugins that you download, I, I download a few plugins after I activated this one so that I could see what would happen when you added new plugins. Well, it turns out it's still just as random. Mm -hmm. There is no pattern, but they're all contained under the settings. Well, at least you sort of know where they're going to be instead exactly. of the top, the middle, you know. <laughs> Did they alphabetize so, it? And, yeah, I know. I learned when I was when I was learning to write a bit of plugins that what determines it is you can you can tell it what the priority is in the menu so you can make them go anywhere you want in the menu. <laughs> well, this plugin overrides that, squishes them all down the bottom underneath of settings. It ends up prioritized within that section under settings. Cool. But that's it. So it's it's very useful. It really does help and they, they don't have a dashboard themselves. It's just a plug and play. Mm -hmm. 
And I really, I really like it. It plays nice with others. It seems to be a very light plugin, so it doesn't slow you down, doesn't cause any issues that I was able to find. I tested on a couple different sites. Hmm. A slower site hmm. I tested hmm. on just to see if it would slow it down anymore, and it did not. Yeah. So it seems like a really good plugin, well written, and um, I definitely recommend this. I think I'm actually going to be adding this one to my first uh, group of plugins to add into any site because it's I like not having to play hide and seek it's cool. great oh uh, the plugins that insert themselves into settings mm -hmm. those won't get moved those will stay under settings yeah okay is there a reorder admin menu items and a move to sub menu function I have not found that although that was an interesting idea to search for maybe so I rate this at five dragons. Very cool. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, uh, the plugins that come because some developer out there was having an irritating day over something, so he wrote himself a plugin to solve the problem. Because <laughs> that's basically what this is. This is a plugin to solve a problem that somebody was having. Yep. And everyone else is like, oh, yay! Yay! Somebody, <laughs> somebody wrote something that I can use. <laughs> So, on to our producer know-how and donation segment. Absolutely. It's time to donate to WP. Plugins. A to Z. So, first thing that we would like you to know about is the fact that you can earn yourself one of three different producer credits. First one is... Uh, freelance producer, that one you earn just by listening. We have our backroom producers who have a few perks, and then we have our warroom producers who have a bunch of perks. If you want to learn a bit more about that, you can head on over to our show notes and read it up, or you can go to our website and look in the main menu on the left-hand side, click on Time, Treasure, or Talent Donations, and you will be able to read all about it. There are lots of ways to join in and be part of your own production. Because remember, you are our producer, so this is your production. By listening and helping out and adding in your two cents, you are helping to produce this awesome, awesome podcast. The different ways you can help and support this podcast is to send in your own plugin license or support by subscribing, donating. There are all kinds of ways. I've listed them all out in our show notes. You can also find them on our website. It uh, doesn't appear that we have any questions, notes, or feedback from our producers out there this week, but we do have some miscellaneous announcements. Uh, nothing from our producers, but we have some announcements just about the WordPress world in general. If anybody out there listening has something to announce, like they're going to be up on a stage at WordCamp <clears> or something <throat> like that, you can reach out to us and we'll put it into this miscellaneous announcements section. So uh, if you're interested in finding a WordPress meetup somewhere around the world, we do have the link where you can go and check that out. It's a meetup.com slash pro slash WordPress. If you are specifically in Victoria, BC, you can keep an eye on the WordPress meetups for, for Victoria, BC. We have the link here. There's nothing right now. They seem to be on a lull right now. But then again, the weather is just turning bad. So everybody has to get used to the cold before we can actually... Do the meetups, I think. Yeah. That's my theory. 
There are five notable word camps planned for this month around the world. Uh, what is firstly listed here is Word Camp Misaka 2023. That'll be October 6th to 7th. Word Camp Biarritz in France, October 6th. Community Building Workshop in Japan, October 6th. Word Camp Bopal 2023, October 7th to 8th. And Word Camp Taiwan 2023, October 14th. Now, there are loads more. You just need to go and check out the link central.wordcamp.org the link is there in our show notes for you to check out and peruse in your own time and then we have all the ways you can reach us we have our brick and mortar address our virtual addresses feel free to reach out to us if you have questions or advice or tidbits or what have you reach out to us even if you just want to say hi and today's plugins we covered were I covered up the IFSO geolocation plugin by IFSO plugin. Um, it's got, you know, great HTML5 geolocation, browser location, which helps you narrow it down to even your little cities within the cities of an area you live. And you can also set it up. It's got codes to set up really fun stuff. So if they show up, you can have it set up a uh, user's country flag or log geolocation requests and a whole lot more stuff than what I mentioned in the in my little review of it. So go check it out. Uh, the If So Geolocation plugin, which I gave a five dragon rating. And I covered keep new admin menu items in bottom by Plit. <laughs> Organizes your new plugins to the bottom of the left-hand menu. Organizes their plugins that are already installed into the bottom beneath the settings menu item, which I thought that was really cool. It's not just any plugins you install after the fact, but anything you'd already installed is all squished down the bottom. It's great. <laughs> Allows for easier organization rather than having to play hide-and-seek with your new plugin installs. And I rated this at five dragons. Very cool. It's question and answer time with John and Amber. <laughs> I so whenever I hear WordCamp in my mind, I see a bunch of geeks and tents in the woods complaining about the lack of Wi-Fi. <laughs> no, they they wouldn't. Yeah, I guess they would have tents. Not very good tents because they won't think they don't think it through when they go camping. I just had an image of a whole bunch of geeks in the middle of the woods complaining about lack of Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's actually... <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's quite entertaining. <laughs> so if anyone out there has any questions they'd like to have asked in this section here on the show, send them in to me at amber at wppro.ca and we'll see if we can stop my dad. It hasn't happened yet, but it might, especially if some listeners out there decide to help. So for those new to the scene... Can you explain in easily understood terms how to search for a good plugin? Specifically, how can you tell which ones are good to try downloading and activating to test it and which ones to avoid downloading and activating? Mm, I guess the best way, my experience has been that uh, I do a read-through of their, uh, of their uh, description and their directions on how to use it to see if they don't give you enough clarity in that, I would probably avoid them because if they won't take enough time to clarify up their instructions or their descriptions or even with a, a couple, three screenshots. They don't have to have too many screenshots, but they need to have at least one. You know, if they don't even have one screenshot, they're really lazy. So um, that's 
when I see those ones there, it's like, yeah, um, I'll go look for something else that's related first before I would use it. That's the biggest thing is if they won't take the time to create good usable instructions and uh, descriptions and content and other bits and pieces to tell you about the plugin, then how good of care did they take when they wrote the code? You know. And you gave us a simple answer. Listen to the show. Yeah, well, that's one little. I like it. One simple answer. <laughs> go listen to the show going back over 600 episodes. You know, we've only in the last year, have we only been doing two plugins per episode. For the longest time, we were doing six. At one point, we was doing 10 plugins a show. Yeah. So we've covered, we've covered thousands of plugins over the years. Some have yep. been really fantastic. There's been some real losers out there. Most are in between, you know. They they hover around three to four in their rating, you know. But yeah, yeah, we've we've mostly been covering the really good ones lately. Yeah, I've been covering. I've been trying to stick to the really good ones lately, unless I happen to run across a real dog that I want to warn people about. Yeah, you know, it's like I haven't even bothered bringing the one the dogs to the show anymore. I used to bring them to the show just for entertainment value, but that was because I was covering so many plugins. Now we're covering one plugin each per show. We want to, you know highlight good plugins that will actually help you out unless of course we run into one that's got people all a titter about and no here's the problem with this plugin or we run into one of those plugins that is really popular but for some reason is starting to go downhill yeah. we definitely want to give people a heads up about that yeah there's that too oh yeah so yeah basically it's all about um looking at the uh how well they do their de their descriptions and their documentation for the plugin their documentation to see if the documentation is, it doesn't have to be a hundred percent thorough, but it's got to be usable. That makes sense. You know, cause if they can't do their documentation, how did they do the plugin? Did they even document their code when they went through and did it? Hmm. Documenting code. That's not something I've ever thought about. Is that, is that a thing? Oh, it's a big thing. Even when I write my own codes, when I write my own codes, I, I, I document it inside. And as a warning to coders out there, don't make snarky remarks that your client might actually read. <laughs> I did that once. Making <laughs> snarky remarks about the code and then the client. I, I, last thing I thought was the client was going to go in there and read the code. It's like, and they asked me questions about, um, um, uh, well, I was having an irritating day with the code. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> so my documentation contained irritating snarky remarks. But yeah, just so be be aware of that. Your client might actually decide to read the code. And they're, yep. they're they're kind of a rare a rare breed of client that actually reads code, but they they exist. <laughs> uh, so Hemdian makes a really good fair point. Hmm. Even hearing about the dogs can give you ideas of what might be out there, and then you can then go look. Yep, there's that too. All right, too. so next question. Say you have three plugins for, we'll say, so sticky social buttons. Mm -hmm. What makes a good one versus a bad one? Like, how would you be able to tell which of the three would be the best one to choose? Say they all basically do the same thing, basically have the same functions. What would you be looking at beyond that? The fine-tuning controls, because I've had this yeah. problem with sticky social buttons, you know, stick them in the side, you know, have them float up and down, have them stick in the bottom or show up on pages. It's the fine tuning of, you know, can you control how many pixels from the top, from the left that it will float? Can you, can you easily change out the graphic image that's going to be used there instead of their default ones, which are usually quite ugly. 
Okay. You know, it's like how much, how much, how much fine tuning control do you get over the basics is what makes the better one. And that's what makes, cause there are probably hundreds of sticky social button plugins now. Oh yeah. You know, and, and it's really hard to, to choose. You just got to kind of, you got to look at the ones, the ones that I've had, I had to choose a new one recently and there were so many, the one that won me over was the one that had the best documentation. You know, again, I, I went with, you know, how well, how, how good was their documentation to show me what I need to know before I install it and have to experiment with it. Cause I can read things through faster than I can install it and activate it and tweet and play with it. So. Yeah. It's like what makes good versus bad is how much fine tuning control you get. Because there's a lot of them out there that you just plug them in, turn them on, and they just go and they don't allow you to do anything. They just sit there. Well, that works for those that are that lazy and don't really care how, how good or bad the code is on their site. Plug and play is great for certain things. Like the the keep new admin menu items and bottom, yeah. that's a plug and play, but it's yeah. not going to be showing up on your site and you don't have to do anything with yeah, it. Yeah, it's not something that's going to show up in the front end of your site and then plug and play in the back end is provided that it's solidly written. It's not going to impact your back end. Oh, uh, Hemdian added, when choosing, also look at how many downloads and how recently updated. Yeah, I'm... The number of downloads uh, recently updated is kind of important the number of downloads because they show they don't show the number of downloads anymore what they show is active installations now yeah i i don't fully trust that um i do because uh, what, what that measures is that measures the number of sites that are actively using the plugin now that's not always a good indicator if it's a good or bad plugin because it might be a relatively new plugin, such as the one you covered today, which has only got fewer than ten active installations, because it's a brand new plugin. I mean, that's why I, I'm not. That's why I'm saying it was okay. I, sh I shouldn't say I don't trust it. I should yeah. say I wouldn't rely too heavily on it yeah. because there are also some amazing plugins that are like three years old, are kept well updated, yeah. but they have very few uh, downloads or. Yeah. Um, activations because people just haven't found them yet. People haven't found them. It's, it, it's gotten real harder. People seem to forget. When I started this show, there was less than 9,000 plugins available mm -hmm. for WordPress. The last time I announced a total, it was over 70,000 plugins. And now it's probably in a 200,000 plugin range. You know, or the, more. There's over 1,200 plugins just waiting to be checked out. Yeah, in the, in the repository. Yeah. You know, they're waiting to be approved for the repository. So that the number of plugins has gone up so dramatically since I started this show. So it gets harder and harder. And because there's a lot of areas, like like I said, there's more than one way to skin a fish, you know. There's dozens of ways that people have approached the same problem. They've come up with different solutions to the same problem. And some are better than others, some are coded better than others. And, um, and some just work better for you. And some work better for you. Some, some people's logic of, of how they might lay out the menus works way better for you than somebody else's logic for their menu. You know. So it's like it's, it's all about sometimes you just got to load and test. So make sure you have a sandbox handy that you can just load plugins on till it, till you, uh, till it collapses under the weight of the plugins. Although I do definitely agree with how recently updated. Yeah. If it has been updated for eight years, don't do it. Oh, no. I'd, <laughs> still, I, I've, I'd still play with it if it's, if it's been eight, eight years. It all depends on what it is. There's a plugin that I used for the longest time until recently when moving to PHP 8. It wouldn't work mm -hmm. anymore. But it was very old. The code was very solid, except for it was using functions that 
It's like if I had the time, I could go rewrite the functions in it and make it PHP 8 compatible. But I just moved on to something else. So the age of when it was updated is important, but it's not a major key indicator to me. All right, well, I have two more questions for after the credits. All right, well, let's let our girl take us on out of here. And for those listening on the downloads, you want the really fun stuff in entertainment, you got to come listen on the YouTubes, catch the pre-show and, and the post stream. All right, let our girl take us on out of here. Reminders for the show. All show notes can be found at WPPluginsAtoZ.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the newsletter for more useful information delivered directly to your inbox. WP Plugins A to Z is a show that offers honest and unbiased reviews of plugins created by developers because you support the show. Help keep the show honest and unbiased by going to WPPluginsAtoZ.com slash donate and set the donation level that fits your budget. Help us make the show better for you by subscribing and reviewing the show at Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and in the iTunes Store. You can also leave us a review on our Facebook page using WPPluginsAtoZ.com slash Facebook. You can also watch the show live on YouTube, check out the screencasts and training videos, and remember to subscribe and hit the bell to get notifications of all new videos. Follow the show on Twitter at WPPluginsAtoZ. John can also be reached at his website, JohnOverall.com, or email him directly, John at WPPro.ca. Thanks for joining us and have a great day. Thanks for listening to the show. This show is copyright by johnoverall.com. So until next time, have yourselves a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be out there on the globe today.